Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Stablecoins enabled $40 billion in crypto crimes since 2022. A new report from Chainalysis finds that stablecoins like Tether, tied to the value of the U.S. dollar, were used in the vast majority of crypto-based scam transactions and sanctions evasions in 2023. By Andy Greenberg. Stablecoins, cryptocurrencies pegged to a stable value like the U.S. dollar, were created with the promise of bringing the frictionless border-crossing fluidity of Bitcoin to a form of digital money with far less volatility. That combination has proved to be wildly popular, rocketing the total value of stablecoin transactions since 2022 past even that of Bitcoin itself. It turns out, however, that as stablecoins have become popular among legitimate users over the past two years, They were even more popular among a different kind of user, those exploiting them for billions of dollars of international sanctions, evasions, and scams. As part of its annual crime report, cryptocurrency tracing firm Chainalysis today released new numbers on the disproportionate use of stablecoins for both of those massive categories of illicit crypto transactions over the last year. By analyzing blockchains, Chainalysis determined that stablecoins were used in fully 70% of crypto scam transactions in 2023, 83% of crypto payments to sanctioned countries like Iran and Russia, and 84% of crypto payments to specifically sanctioned individuals and companies. Those numbers far outstripped stablecoins' growing overall use, including for legitimate purposes, which accounted for 59% of all cryptocurrency transaction volume in 2023. In total, Chainalysis measured $40 billion in illicit stablecoin transactions in 2022 and 2023 combined. The largest single category of that stablecoin-enabled crime was sanctions evasion. In fact, across all cryptocurrencies, sanctions evasion accounted for more than half of the $24.2 billion in criminal transactions Chainalysis observed in 2023, with stablecoins representing the vast majority of those sanctions. 
The attraction of stablecoins for both sanctioned people and countries, argues Andrew Fearman, Chainalysis's head of sanctions strategy, is that it allows targets of sanctions to circumvent any attempt to deny them a stable currency like the U.S. dollar. Whether it's an individual located in Iran or a bad guy trying to launder money, either way, there's a benefit to the stability of the U.S. dollar that people are looking to obtain, Fearman says. If you're in a jurisdiction where you don't have access to the U.S. dollar due to sanctions, stablecoins become an interesting play. As examples, Fearman points to Nobitext, the largest cryptocurrency exchange operating in the sanctioned country of Iran, as well as Garantex, a notorious exchange based in Russia that has been specifically sanctioned for its widespread criminal use. Stablecoin usage on Nobitext outstrips Bitcoin by a 9 to 1 ratio and on Garantex by a 5 to 1 ratio, Chainalysis found. That's a stark difference from the roughly 1 to 1 ratio between stablecoins and Bitcoins on a few non-sanctioned mainstream exchanges that Chainalysis checked for comparison. Chainalysis concedes that the analysis in its report excludes some cryptocurrencies like Monero and Zcash that are designed to be harder or impossible to trace with blockchain analysis. It also says it based its numbers on the type of cryptocurrency sent directly to an illicit actor, which may leave out other currencies used in money laundering processes that repeatedly swap one type of cryptocurrency for another to make tracing more difficult. Chainalysis's findings come on the heels of another report released earlier this week by United Nations researchers on the outsized role of stablecoins in illegal gambling and scam operations across East and Southeast Asia. While Chainalysis declined to break out the value of any particular stablecoin in its findings, the UN report singles out Tether, the most popular stablecoin. The report describes Tether sent through the Tron blockchain-based payment network as the preferred choice for regional cyber fraud operations and money launderers alike due to its stability and ease, anonymity, and low fees of its transactions. Pig butchering scams, cons in which scammers typically trick users into sending funds into fraudulent investments, consistently use Tether as the means of bilking victims, says Aaron West, a deputy attorney general at California's Santa Clara County and a member of the REACT high-tech task force, who has long focused on crypto crime. It's always, always, always Tether. I've never heard of pig butchering that isn't Tether, says West. These scammers can't risk the volatility of any of the other coins like Bitcoin or Ether. All they want is to move assets from the victim's hands to their own in the cheapest, easiest way possible. West says that the high proportion of stablecoin use in sanctions evasion also represents a disturbing trend, given that it undermines a system meant to hold specific countries, individuals, and companies accountable for criminal behavior and violations of international law. It's so dangerous, West says. It enables them to have access to the very units of currency that we're trying to prevent them from accessing. This is exactly what sanctions are meant to stop and they're able to bypass it. Tether Holdings, the company that issues the stablecoin that shares its name, didn't respond to Wired's request for comment. But it has denied other reports of Tether's use in crime and sanctions evasion. It argued that an October Wall Street Journal article on the subject was based on highly erroneous interpretations of data, though in that case the company pointed to Chainalysis findings as a more accurate accounting. There is simply no evidence that Tether has violated sanctions laws or the Bank Secrecy Act through inadequate consumer due diligence or screening practices, Tether Holdings wrote in an October 26th blog post addressing the WSJ article. In contrast to most cryptocurrencies, Tether does not have the capability to freeze user funds. 
and it said in the October blog post that since its launch in 2014, it had frozen $835 million in funds deemed to be tied to illicit activities. Tether's ethos revolves around transparency, compliance, and proactive collaboration with relevant authorities worldwide, the company wrote. Chainalysis's Fearman says that Tether's efforts to freeze criminal funds are having an impact, and more enforcement could help end stablecoins' exploitation by criminals, just as we've seen with compliant exchanges dominating more and more of total transaction volumes, illicit activity gets pushed to the fringes, Fearman says. Despite Tether's ability to freeze funds, Chainalysis's data suggests that illicit use of stablecoins has so far dwarfed those seizures. West, the prosecutor, notes that most Tether associated with crime is cashed out for another currency long before anyone identifies it. That means Tether hasn't yet come close to solving the underlying problem. I applaud it, I'm all for it, West says of Tether's efforts to freeze criminal assets. But when we're talking about billions and billions of dollars in assets moving, I just think this is one piece of one piece of the puzzle. There are so many pieces, and the bad actors are so far ahead of us. Thanks for listening to Wired. My name is Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.